Thank you for listening to Tales of Swordfall. Please consider listening to these podcasts. Sold by the muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. Come all ye sailors and scallywags, and join the crew of Flintlocks and Fireballs, a D&D podcast following a band of privateers sailing the seas of Napoleonic Calcinia. Catch us at flintlocksandfireballs.com every Tuesday at 7pm GMT or on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube and more. You can also follow us on Facebook at Flintlocks and Fireballs or Twitter on at FlintlocksDND. Fair seas and natural twenties. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Please consider supporting Tales of Swordfall. Support us by sharing this content, writing a review, or even rating us. You can also support us further by pledging less than a dollar a month. Find out how on anchor.fm slash swordfalldnd slash support. I, I don't know what you guys want with me, but I didn't mean to interrupt your meeting or whatever. The one in yellow looks at you. The other two sit down. She stands seems to tower above the bonfire. Child, I think you made a mistake. You called on Ina. Do you not, do you not know what we do? No, I don't. I am tuning up. I'm the one who speaks. This is Herda. She's the one who watches your blood. And this is Ina. She is the one who sees. Uh, you can roll me a history check, uh, probably with disadvantage. See what the hell's going on, if you remember any of this. Nine? So, Nilkis, you've probably heard fairy tales, literally tales about fairies, of people getting lost in the woods and suddenly appearing before three women. These three women either can bring great amount of death or... Yeah, let's just leave it at great amount of death uh, to those who do not respect them. But these are like fairy tales, right? So how much are they worth? Uh, he hates this, but he's he's going to kneel down, I guess. And he's just uh, like sweating nervously. He's like, look, I'm, I'm sorry. Did you need something of me? And we're going to switch over 
with Nilka's sweating balls. <laughs> and we're going to check in with Nork. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, Nork, you have a nice room now. Yeah. It's literally on top of the world, as far as you're concerned. Uh, the bed is comfy enough, uh, especially after years of being out in the woods and making your own, like, lean-tos and beds out of who knows what. Yeah, yeah, definitely a lot of makeshift um, bedding. <laughs> Although be being small isn't too bad, you know. It's uh, You can kind of curl up and make a little ball. and yeah, it, it works all right. But this is way more comfortable. And <clears throat> so you're in your room. It is nice and quiet. Um, you notice that the whole house just makes you feel calm. Um, and he, he, since you're in a room, it just feels like this is the place where you need to go to sleep. Yeah, and uh, Nark is going to pass out. And so your mind drifts off into the dreamland. And what what does Nark dream? What's like an okay dream to have? Or is he just like having one of those dreams where it's just like reviewing the day? So, Norik... He has a dream where he's uh, he's he's riding on a horse, and it's a, a fairly nice day. And and uh, this is it's not Herberta. It's it's a, you know Herberta's mule anyway, but he's on this horse and uh, and. Uh, as he's riding down a path, the sun's out, his trees, sort of a lightly wooded area. It's kind of pleasant. It's almost spring-like. It's, 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 it's a nice, calm ride through the, uh, through the woods down a, a, a moderately trodden dirt path. Um, he, he notices the, the horse feels... Like it, it doesn't feel fuzzy though. Um, you know, it's not it's not fur like you would expect on a horse. It's it's harder and a little bit cold. And uh, as Norik looks again, he, he realizes that this is actually a uh, a, a dragon that he's riding. <laughs> As it's tr walking down the path, its wings sort of folded up at its side. Um, and it's just, it's a sort of deep red in color. And at first he's, he's kind of startled, but then he, he notices that it's, it hasn't changed its behavior since he thought it was a horse. It's just, he's just riding it 
down this path. The day is still pleasant. The trees are still slowly passing by as the shadows just sort of drift over, you know, and uh, and Norik is a little bit unsure of what to do. So he's, he's just sitting there as this um, about horse-sized young red dragon is just walking down the path with him on his back. And so you're walking down the path. It's very calm. And you feel like a dream portion is about to happen, but then you see Herberta on the side of the road. Um, Herberta? Assuming mule form? No. She is in her glorious elf form. Herberta. Or... No. You can call me Malt right now. Malt? Maldra. She just... Says it and... Her face seems to be very, very happy about saying her own name. You, you've you never seen anybody so happy to say their own name. Ever. Uh, Mold, Moldra. Say it again. Just say it again. And she she gets closer. The the dragon has disappeared at this point. You're just standing there. Mm. Why? Because it's it's falling apart. And she gets what closer. Is- the curse, it's its going away. Something happened. Oh, so, the, the curse on you? Yes. And that's why you can... That's why you can say your name now. And uh, she suddenly embraces you. Just full on. And, uh... And Norik is going to, uh... Also embrace and, and say, All right, Muldra. And um, she uh, like tries to hold back tears and she sits you down. Uh, she seems to be incredibly strong, but then again, this is a dream, so who knows? And uh, uh, she she um backs up a little. I'm I'm sorry. I I intruded on your dream. I didn't I didn't mean to. I just no no. It's it's um it's okay. That that's perfectly fine. It's always nice to see you. Well, expected a lot more. And she she smiles. She's she seems to be really happy about this news. I'll uh, 
I will. I'll be expecting you. And depending how much this fades, let's say you won't need a necklace to talk to me. That means... Oh, you would... You'd finally be free, huh? You sound a tad sad about that? Uh, it's just, I'm, I'm so, it's what I've gotten used to. And there's so many funny things about just, I thought I was buying a mule at a market and now it's, it's you and what crazy fortune. I'm looking forward to it. And when I'm finally able to change back into this, and she kind of twirls a little, I can finally get my revenge. Is this your revenge on whoever cursed you? Yes. I can finally gain my revenge on. And she tries to say a name, but it just kind of comes out as static. And she looks a little distraught. It's okay. It's, the curse is still in effect somewhat, it seems. But... Maldra. I once heard a wise saying that when you go on a quest for revenge, be prepared to dig many more graves. Be careful. She nods. You've always been wise, Nork. Perhaps I should say it would be a quest to avenge everyone at... And then more static just pours out of her mouth as she tries to say a place name and a few other names. It's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get there in time. It's going to take time, um, but we'll, we'll, if this is something that you are so passionate about, I will help. Though I've been doing some thinking, and I don't know if this is the correct route, or if we should even trust these things, but... There's others, there are others like me who have been trapped in animal form by a very powerful and old curse. And you have the good fortune of. No, this is stupid. 
And she turns around. Are not all of them... Um, are some of them perhaps uh, less moral? No, it... My idea is... It's silly, but you're collecting the puzzle pieces and it grants you a wish. I've been listening to everything that everyone has been saying about this. As I would expect. Of course, everyone thinks I'm a mule. Convenient in that manner. Yes, but when you can do nothing about it, it's frustrating. Even watching you do some things I haven't been able to tell you just to stop and think. Stop and think about what? Everything. Just sometimes you get so wrapped up with your companions that you stop thinking. That's besides the point. I was thinking that the puzzle pieces could ultimately stop the curse. It, uh, from everything I've gathered, these these puzzle pieces are. I wish a wish is quite great power. Um, I just wonder what is it something for free, or is there something in exchange? Because I know that anything in exchange for such power is potentially very dangerous. As, as you know, Rayanne has quite a bit of power. However, that focus that she has, there's something about it that is not right. Um, with great power, with great power, it's, there is possible side effects that could be negative. She looks and nods. That's because the owner of the Elder Focus is not the Burning Hole family. Brennan Hall. The Elf Lord that was that, being shocked by it multiple times. That name brings a bit of sour taste to my mouth. Yeah, there's much to be discussed about that family. She kind of sneers. Have they wronged you personally? I mean, other than that letter that I received.
Uh, there's a history. Nork, do you know how old I am? And she looks at you. Uh, she's kind of giving you one of these looks where um, she's not sure if you'll like the news. I'm assuming um, older than I would guess. <laughs> I've seen your town. Well, essentially the foundation of your town's hall be dug. That was quite some time. A very, very long time ago. Well, for halflings and humans, but for elves and dwarves, not as long as you think. <laughs> and she gives you a nervous laugh and look, and she even blushes. Well, uh, I may say... You look good for your age. Uh, and her blush just gets deeper. This is Tales of Swordfall. Fall.